Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 533-42 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, one eight seven 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 zero stop in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit one eight hundred gambler.net in West Virginia or call one eight hundred five two two four seven zero zero in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gambling helpline ma.org or call eight hundred three two seven fifty fifty four twenty four seven support in Massachusetts or call one eight seven seven eight hope. NY or text Hope NY in New York. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to LettermanRow.com. I am Jeremy Birmingham. This is Bermanology. Today, we are catching up with one of Ohio State's most important signees in the class of 2022, quarterback Devin Brown. His story is interesting. His road to Ohio State is interesting. And I felt like it was time for us to get a chance to know him a little bit better before he heads to Columbus in the next two weeks to begin his Ohio State career. So let's get Devin Brown on the show and uh, give me a chance to stop talking. As promised, Devin Brown, Ohio State 2022 quarterback signee from Arizona to Draper, Utah, back to Arizona, where I think you are now getting ready for the holiday. And uh, Devin, so first and foremost, thanks for taking time to join us. How have these last couple weeks been for you just to kind of get everything settled again? Yeah, thanks for having me on. It's been it's been nice. It's nice to have everything over with and, you know, be signed and be done and just put all of them past and just get back to work and getting ready to get up to Columbus. Now, I guess I, I, I'm, I'm interested in just the mentality and the mindset that hits a kid. Are you 17, 18? Eight. Yep. You know, when you're 18 years old and here you are at September, you've already been committed to USC for a year. You figure, Hey, this has been a pretty easy, no stress process. And then the Trojans make a coaching change. You basically try to stay committed as long as you can through it all. But, there was no motion on their part to make any sort of overtures towards anything. You you give yourself the opportunity to look around. What was it about Ohio State, Ole Miss, Texas, and then at the very end, Notre Dame, that really made that group worth you even considering to begin with? You know, with so much uncertainty with what was going to happen with USC, it just it just felt right to open everything up and 
obviously like a couple of days after I opened everything up, they hired coach Riley, but I didn't know they were going to hire anybody. Like nothing was, I, I really had no idea what was going to happen. And so, you know, I had to make a decision that was going to be best for me. And with so much uncertainty, it just wasn't what was best for me. Yeah, and and the, you look at those teams that you're looking at, there's Lane Kiffin at Ole Miss, obviously Matt Corral, high-flying offense, Ohio State's offense speaks for itself. Uh, Steve Sarkeesian, what he did at, at Alabama and then started to do at Texas this year with sort of some unsettled pieces. Were you just really looking for a place that you knew the quarterback was going to get to sling it? I mean, what was the thing about those coaches that really caught your attention? Yeah, I mean, of course, uh, a big thing was going out and throwing it. I mean, that's a lot of what I did this year with Coach Care. That was our part of our offense was just throwing the ball, really. I mean, we just love to sling it and throw it all around. And so that was definitely a big thing. But relationships was very big for me and my family and, um, you know, getting to know the coaches and, and understanding what their family like, family life was like and how they coach and their culture they built. It, those were the things I was looking for. You know, Ohio State offered you middle of October – your visit came a month later. Commitment came two weeks after that. But the relationship with them started pretty quickly after uh, Clay Helton was removed at USC. I mean, I, I know that the, the Buckeyes were in a position where they were looking for a quarterback. They were thinking they had to look a little closer to home. And then all of a sudden you came open on the on the market. And then you had the help from Joe Germain, who got them in touch with, uh, you know, with you. It helped kind of turn the attention to you. What was it like that first call? Like, were you even excited about the idea of having to start over again? I mean, to start over again, I wouldn't say I was necessarily like thrilled, but I mean, what kid gets to go through that process? Like it, I'm, I'm truly grateful and blessed to be able to be in the situation. Like, you know, I was stressed out about a lot of it. And towards the end, I just really was stressed about where I was going to go and everything. And once I kind of sat down and was going through stuff, I'm like, man, why, why am I stressing? Like, Kid, there's kids in way worse situations. This is not a bad situation at all. The best situation is all the choices that I had, and they're all great options. I really couldn't go wrong with most of the schools, to be honest. And so I, it really wasn't too bad once I kind of settled in and looked back on everything. But, you know, it was hard to open everything up just because of the relationships I had over there. But knowing that those guys were going to be gone, it made it a little easier. And, you know, I'm still in touch with them, uh, just, you know, just as friends and as, as coaches that were potentially going to coach me. But, you know, now I just moved on and I'm going to be a Buckeye. You know, you kind of ended up being a little bit of a prophet as well. In the, the interview we had a week after your official visit, you said, you know, you never know how room is going to look a year from now. I mean, and then a week after you said that Ohio State lost two quarterbacks and all of a sudden, you know, you weren't choosing Ohio State because of the road to playing time being easy, but it certainly got easier. You know, as you look at that, just as a player, how do you view everything that's going on? I mean, you're sort of the perfect uh, poster child for how this new era of college football uh, can look. I mean, is it something that you find that you personally think is a good thing for the game, or do you just look at it and go, holy crap, my head is spinning. I don't know what to do. You know, I don't know. I have mixed emotions about it because you should never go into a place thinking, oh, I can just transfer. Like, that should never be a thought process at all. And, you know, I, I've transferred high schools. Like, I get it. If something goes wrong, like, I totally get transferring or something happens, coaches leave, like, that That stuff I get. But just because, oh, I'm not playing, I'm not getting the time I want, like, like I, I don't, I'm, I'm not for that, you know. Go in and put, put your nose in and work. And if it's really truthfully not right, then go ahead, go move on to somewhere else. Or, you know, if you're towards, you know, the end of your eligibility and, and want to truly want to play, then go ahead. But not a couple years in and 
it's just because it's hard and you're not liking it there. Like, you, you shouldn't pick a place just to go transfer. I think one of the interesting things about your specific recruitment, Devin, is that when you committed to USC, you did it as a lot of quarterbacks do. You did it very early. You had the chance to sort of be the the lightning rod of a class and the guy that goes out and brings other guys in. And then on the flip side of that, you commit to Ohio State, the last, you know, other than Caden Curry in this class, uh, and is a guy that didn't have a chance to really build relationships. You didn't get an opportunity to to get to know a lot of the guys that you were going to be now playing with at Ohio State. Um, you know, how has it been since you committed, since signing day, just getting to know the guys. I know you told me earlier you were out throwing with Keon Grays a little bit earlier, earlier today. I know that you've grown close with Bennett Christian from talking to him. Uh, but just generally speaking, it, have you been more happy than you expected to be with just the quality of the people in the class? I mean, how, how are those relationships? For sure. For sure. Like, we're always talking with each other. Every single one of us are, are have a group chat together, and I'm talking separately with all the guys. Like, Obviously, me and Bennett are going to be room. He's going to be one of my roommates. So me and him have a little bit of a closer relationship than I do with the other guys. But like even with Keon, that was the first time I've really seen him in person for a while since the Elite 11. And um, I mean, our relationship is still really good. And he's going to be one of my main targets, too. But the whole class is really close and just so happy for one another and and just is is there for everybody. And I think a lot of it helped me being at the opening in the Elite 11 getting to meet those guys before I even knew I was going to go to Ohio State just because just there were other recruits. You know, when you're at an event like that and you see a guy, you know, you see Keon, CJ Hicks was there. Obviously, Quinn was there at the time. You almost automatically end up in these little cliques where it's like, okay, the West Coast guys, who's going to this school, who's going to this school. What was your initial impression of those guys? Because I was there. I, I know how well, how loud CJ was that week. He was very, very vocal. Were you kind of like, who is this guy from Ohio running off with the mouth all the time? I mean, it there was that team. They had, like, their Ohio State team because each team, like, had their, their group of recruits that were kind of closer to them or guys you were trying to get to come to your school. Like, I had a couple guys I was trying to get to go to USC with me. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, they're the big and bad Ohio State team. Like, they had all the top recruits and everything. So, like, that was the team to beat. And that was the first team I played in sevens, and we went right down and beat them the first game, which was pretty funny. But, uh, no, I mean, I didn't really have many, like, first impressions or anything. It was just kind of all the hype around them. Have you had a chance to remind CJ of that yet? I haven't yet. You know, uh, for you, as you start to look ahead now, Devin, obviously it's, what, three weeks until you move. Um how important do you think this transfer was to Corner Canyon for your mentality of what it takes now to to tran to go to college and be ready to go? I mean, you kind of made a, a big decision to make that transfer. And do you think that it's helped you emotionally and, and, and maturity-wise? Oh, without a doubt. It has been one of the best decisions of my life, and, and it's been so helpful to me. You know, I wasn't living with my family. My family still stayed in Arizona. So I was really pretty much on my own. And so that whole experience was kind of a prep year of how it's going to be in college, you know, being on my own and make my own decisions and doing my laundry, making my own food, like all that was super important to me. And I, I really have grown and matured uh, a lot faster than I would have just staying here. And so it's been very beneficial for me. What was like the dish or the food item that you learned how to make for yourself that now you can feel like you're an expert at when you head into the dorms and Bennett Christian says, Hey, what are you making for dinner tonight? What is the answer? Hmm. I don't know. Maybe some like sloppy Joe's or like <laughs> some uh, like spaghetti, something like that. No. So when I had a, a conversation a few weeks ago with Joe Germain, he mentioned that 
he hadn't been back to a game at Ohio State in a long time and that he was now trying to figure out if there was a way that Ryan Day could get him a job as like a water boy on the sideline so that he can be there and, and see your development. Just for people that don't know the story, I mean, how important was the relationship with Coach Jermaine for you uh, as far as your development as a player, but also now as far as having Ohio State, that door sort of opened up for you? Oh, it's huge. Um, Coach Jermaine is, has been awesome for me. Like he's taught me so much, all the meetings that we've had with each other and all the workouts he's put me through and everything. It's been awesome. Like he's done so much for me. He got me started in the recruiting process and brought me in when I was a little freshman. I was off to show you a picture. I'm literally like five, eight, one fifteen my freshman year. And I ended up getting a, a power five offer that year, like some little kid that hadn't played varsity football before. And he just kind of really turned me around into a better player and a better person. He's just a great man that is a family man and, and treats a lot of people with respect and treats people right and wants to do what's best for the kids and his players. And so he's been super and super impactful in my life. And I'm forever grateful for Coach Jermaine. And especially with Ohio State, like you said, he knew that transition of moving from Arizona to Ohio State. So I've been talking with him about that a lot, and he's just had a few inputs on things and, you know, how, how he kind of transitioned and what worked for him and what went well for him. Now, has, have you had a chance to look back and, and do some film study of his old tapes? I have not. No, I've, I, seen a clips, I've seen a couple clips from his Rose Bowl game because our, athlete, our uh, Queen Creek, our athletic director is Paul Reynolds who uh, was the other safety with Tillman on the ASU team that he ended up beating. So there's a couple funny stories between those two. You know, it, it's funny because a lot of people think about this current system of Ohio State offense and how much – how pass-heavy it is and all that stuff. But Joe Germain and then Bobby Hoying, who was before him, who you kind of look a little bit like Bobby Hoying. If you want to go <laughs> – if you really want to, like, put it together, do a Google search for Bobby Hoying, you sort of have a physical resemblance to him. Those guys are sort of the grandparents of, of this current Ohio State offense, but I'm sure that uh, Joe would be thrilled to have the opportunity to play in Ryan Day's system. But now that you're that guy heading into Ohio State, what do you think that your biggest areas are that you're going to need to step up between now and spring ball just to get an opportunity? Because CJ probably won't play much in the spring game. you got to probably figure that it's going to be you and Kyle on, on up opposing teams and – it's going to be your first opportunity to be in the horseshoe and all that stuff. But I mean, you know, what do you think that the, the biggest area of, of improvement for you that has to happen is? Definitely need to put some size on. I'm a little undersized right now. Um, but I mean, that'll just come with being in the spring and, and being in the weight system early and being in the nutrition plan and everything. But um, just learning the playbook right away. I think that'll be the biggest thing is learning the playbook. It's different verbiage and, and different concepts that I'll have to get in and get to work right away. And then uh, just some decision-making things like in, in some some of my game this year, there was a couple picks that I'd like to have back, but just ready to go in and work. Yeah, as I talked to people around the Ohio State program about you back in September and October when they started to check out your stuff, the one word that kept coming up was confident, that they, they liked how just you were unafraid to throw the ball anywhere, anytime. But ironically, as you get into Ryan Day's offense, he's going to tell you over and over, don't make that throw, don't make that throw. How do you change the mentality as a quarterback to say, hey, I need to, to rein this in? I mean, what, is that something that you just get to happen when you make mistakes? I mean, how do you adjust that in your head? 
Yeah, I mean, I don't know if he'll necessarily necessarily say don't make that throw. He's, I mean, if it's there, it's going to be there. Like he's not going to hesitate to say don't take it. But a lot of it is just different different timing things and, and different guys that you're going to have on your team and knowing when's the right situation to do something like that. And but a lot of it would just come with with learning this new offense and and what they're looking for. Um, you know, in my offense this year, there was a. I mean, it was a, a lot of a different things and there's been in a new system. It's definitely different. You're going out and just wanting to sling it, sling it, sling it, but you just got to hold it back a little bit, but that'll just come with time. As the, the recruiting class of 2022 wraps up over these next six weeks, obviously you're going to be on campus for the final three and a half of it. So it's not like you have a huge opportunity to be a class ambassador or anything, but have you started to take the reins and say, hey, I'm going to go out and, and make sure I reach out to this guy or talk to this other guy that's not t committed? And, you know, is that a position and, and a circumstance you're comfortable with? Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. I'll be comfortable with that. I've already kind of been talking with uh, Christian Miller a little bit, the D lineman from Georgia. We had a little funny thing on Twitter like two days ago or whatever it was just about him playing quarterback and stuff. But he's a funny guy and just kind of chatting it up with him. But. As it, as it goes through, coaches will have me hit up some guys. Obviously, like you said, I haven't been in here long enough to really be recruiting a lot of guys or know which guys to go after. And obviously, we already have all of our receivers and our tight end committed, so it's not like I can go after those guys. So we'll see whoever they, they want me to go after. I'll definitely go after. Did you know Christian from his visits out to USC? I mean, I wasn't sure if, if there's a pre-existing thing there. Yeah. Uh, he's he's a, an interesting kid. I mean, that kid is a uh, is a – a laugh a minute. Last thing, Devin, as you start to look ahead here over these next three weeks, what's the biggest uh, adjustment that you think is going to be from Arizona to Utah to Arizona to Columbus, Ohio? I think just structure for sure. It's not like high school where it's a lot of it's laid back and, you know, you just got your classes and obviously being out of season now, I'm a little more relaxed and not doing as much of it. Like I'm still, you know, practicing throwing. I was just throwing with Keon today and then doing my lifts and everything. But the structure will be completely different with new college classes and, and how everything's going to work in my day-to-day -day life. So I think that's the biggest thing I have to get used to. I know you spent a lot of time or some time. You weren't in Columbus very long in, in November, but I know that evening you hung out with Kyle McCord. What was his advice for you about being an early enrollee quarterback and what it takes to, to adapt and overcome that, that struggle in the beginning? We didn't talk too much about that. Um, we were more so just kind of talking about his life in there and haven't really talked about much of his struggles, but he was just kind of saying, just go in and just put the work in right away. Like it'll be hard and it'll be hard at pretty much everywhere, but you just go in and grind and build a relationship with the guys. And when you have a good relationship with the guys around you, it makes things easy. Well, that is the, the challenge of any adjustment is making sure you feel like you're comfortable and fitting in, but clearly you've, you're comfortable in your own skin, man. That's going to go a long way for you when you get to a place like Ohio State because that atmosphere is, as you picked up in your short time there, it's a little bit different. And uh, you really got to go in there and, as you said, grind from the start. So good luck to you as you get uh, moving, man. We appreciate you taking time to join us. Of course. Thanks for having me. No problem. That's Devin Brown. I'm Jeremy Birmingham. This has been Bermanology on Letterman Road. Thanks for watching, everyone. We'll be seeing you next week with another guest. Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sportsbook. 
Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Fanduel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in West Virginia or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gamblinghelplinema.org or call 800-327-5050-427 support in Massachusetts or call 1-877-8-HOPE. NY or text Hope NY in New York. 